On today's episode, we challenge ourselves with $50 in our pocket to have the best day at Magic Kingdom. This is episode 87 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Well, hello. Welcome back to the show, everyone. This is the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined today, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Gentlemen, how are we doing? We are doing well. How are we, uh, how are we doing, gentlemen? Wrapping up this fine work week? Yes. yes. Yeah. Just uh, another another week of going through the motions and <laughs> uh Enjoying some slightly milder weather for the past few days. The mornings have Don't been you know, buddy. pretty nice. It's nice to wake up in the morning, especially early risers like we are, Ryan, and get up early and have a brisk like 60, 65 hit you. Yeah. It feels good. <laughs> hey, but at like, time of recording, tomorrow morning is going to be in the fi- upper 50s. You, things wait. you love to see for 500, Bill. Fall is that you, playa? Call from where you been playing? I can't wait for one. That's that's what we call spirit jersey weather. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't wait just to be able to wear a hoodie to the parks. You know, I actually wore a hoodie today. Man, Uh, by the way, if you want to pick up a nice hoodie, offthemonorails dot com. Got a couple nice nice ones already in there, but you never know what's going to be added there. So. Yeah. Also, while you're off monorails.com and you're in the shop there, be sure to check out our spooky season section. We got some Just great the things season. there. We got n- some new items and uh, newly inspired items there for for the for the occasions, uh, along with some past seasonal favorites, including Sid's Toy Creation, which is one of my f- absolute favorites oh, that yeah. we've done. Uh, so that is there for your consumption if you want to grab something for the spooky season festivities. Make sure you do so there at offthemonorails.com. Uh, the uh, the Sid's uh, Evil Creations, uh, you know, the Play Nice shirt that uh, we dropped uh, last year, actually. Yeah. That is, to me, the ultimate Hollywood studio shirt for this time of year because of Toy <laughs> yeah. Story Land yeah. and uh, Sid's not really um, embraced too much. I feel like he should have a villain role somewhere in, like, the villains lineup for the parks because... He, he Disneyland actually had him. Yeah, Oogie Boogie Bash. He is a villain yeah, there. That's right. That's right. Yes. See, and, yep. and that started fairly new, too. And he's got yeah. all of his creations there on, yeah. at his stage. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I totally forgot yeah. about that. And I've actually seen coverage from Oogie Boogie Bash. So, yeah. Uh, stupid me. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. No, I mean, yeah, it's great. Uh, actually, my mom and my wife both wore that shirt to Mickey's Not So Scary. Halloween party last year when we went. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh it's a good design. Uh, I'm very fond of it. And a lot of work went into that shirt as well. Um all those all those characters you see on there on on that design are all hand drawn. So uh some 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 level of detail and work uh went into that labor of love. So uh but yeah, uh cold weather. I, I get to experience some cold weather. I'll be traveling for work here very soon and uh, get to go up to Minnesota for work, Ooh, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little chilly up there, comparatively speaking to uh, to Florida. So I'm excited to finally you know get a chance to little little sneak peek of uh, of the colder weather. Well, if you're gonna oh, go yeah. that far north, this is the time to do it before it gets really really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been about this time last year that I went to uh, not too far away from Minnesota, up in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, Milwaukee. And, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, but like last week was a year ago, and uh, man, that was uh, yeah, it was it was a nice little uh, break from uh, the Florida humidity in the in early September. I can tell you that. So Jordan, you've got a you've got a treat to look forward to. Yes, I can't I believe that's really- already been a year. I know, man. We, yeah. I remember, yeah, you coming back from the airport, and we sat and had lunch together, and had a little, uh, little business meeting. You know, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we are, a year Fresh later. off the plane, and then I went to Disney <laughs> that night on a last minute <laughs> yeah. trip. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was a long day. That's great. Worth it though. That's oh, yeah. great. 
<laughs> so, as we know, uh, the Ahsoka series has just completed, and uh, I think I'm not alone here when I say it was a banger of a series. This, this, this might be spoiler alert too, because we'll be covering all this exclusively on our Ahsoka recap and reaction series we've been doing uh, for, you know, premiering exclusively for our patrons uh, on Patreon, uh, which if you want to go check that out, you can see more details in the episode description or on our website off the monorails.com. Uh, but yeah, we've been premiering these, these series for, you know, of, of reaction episodes are uh, kind of recapping and, and figuring out what what's happening uh, with, with the Ahsoka series. Uh, so, we're going to go into full detail on that to kind of wrap it up. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. This is right there with Mandalorian as possibly the best Star Wars series yet. It's it's really good. Um, and to to kind of, I guess, preface this, and we've discussed this before a little bit uh, without diving too much into our uh, our, you know, patreon stuff we're doing uh we come from three totally different uh aspects of star wars knowledge you know as far as uh an in-depth knowledge of the lore of the star wars universe uh but this this series uh, for me being you know fairly new to it i was very impressed by it it was much more than i expected it to be so has the metaphorical light bulb popped on now <laughs> yeah i don't want to say too much because i, I want to get into my <laughs> my organic reaction in the in the uh the recaps but it 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 definitely took a, a a few events rolling together to get the light bulb to go off but once it did now i i strive to go back and <laughs> go watch some of the clone wars and and figure out yeah. the some of the nooks and crannies of the timeline of the past that you know, now I want to fill in and, and kind of get more in depth mm-hmm. on. So it's only going to get better from here. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying getting caught up in uh, all the surrounding uh, canon. I've been getting caught up on Rebels. Uh, mm-hmm. Also going to be dipping into Tales of the Jedi uh, yeah. and a couple of other things. But uh, there's a lot of supporting content out there to support Ahsoka. And uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued by how... Dave Filoni worked Ahsoka in, so I'm I'm very excited for the future of Star Wars. Yeah, it's it was just very well done, very well done. And if if for listeners out there that haven't watched the series or haven't completed the series yet, man, I cannot wait for you to do so. And if you want to hear more about Ahsoka, you you if you're a Star Wars fan or you're you, you're you want to learn more and kind of get into the groove, and you want to hear some of this uh, other discussion that we have solely on. Uh, this subject, uh, head on over to our Patreon, and uh, you know we were premiering the series for for our members there first, um, live streaming these episodes. Uh, but we will slowly be releasing them out for uh, for everyone's consumption on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to kind of get first reactions and be part of the discussion as well, you have that opportunity on our Patreon. So be sure to check that out. Yeah, yeah so um, that series has been fun for us. Yeah. Uh, also, something else, because uh, I kind of binge-watched some Disney Plus over the weekend and some at work this week, because, of course, Tuesday was when um, the Ahsoka you know, episodes were dropping, so I had to yeah. get that last episode in uh, on Tuesday. But I also was able to uh, sneak a, a watch at the documentary titled Assembled, uh, making of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So oh, yeah. Of course, oh, man. It, yeah. This speaks for itself. It's in it's a behind the scenes uh, in depth. It's a little over an hour long documentary, pretty much just interviewing all the actors, the directors, all the screenwrites and everything. Uh, and right up your alley. It, it really captured the um, the emotional ebbs and flows of the movie with everyone embracing how great of a film it was going to be, but also the closure, at least for mm-hmm. now of a fantastic franchise within the MCU. Uh, it 
it actually, you know, a few moments of that documentary, it kind of tugged at my heartstring because you know, it's <laughs> been almost a decade in the making. Yeah, it's been yeah. 2014, and it's That's now crazy. 2023. So you're talking nine years of character development, mm-hmm. and you know, these people pretty much living through their characters, and they they, you know, make these special bonds personally and through character wise. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, um, yeah. It, it, it was really good. And a couple of fun facts that I learned, actually, uh, while watching this, and one of them being uh, director James Gunn, of course, that's no secret of the Guardians franchise. Uh, he had a list of castings for the original Guardians of the Galaxy before you know they ever did the first film. He had some uh, ideas of celebrity castings, and Zoe Saldana is actually the only original casting that he had written in the original screenwrite. And the rest of oh, them wow. were different from anyone else that wow. he picked. Who so did he have as Star-Lord? You know what? He didn't even say it. All oh, he said okay. was is that, is that Gamora is the only original casting that stuck from his Gosh, original screenwrite. Okay. That's I, would, I would love to know who he would you know who he had at first because i just can't see anybody but chris pratt being peter quill correct like, correct so whoever correct. made that call I mean, made it right yeah they, they sure did and what's funny is um not to get pulled away too far from from this particular series or you know special uh, documentary, but this is one of the things that we've been loving lately are some of these other documentaries on Disney plus. And uh, we've kind of spoken to this in the past that that's really, I wish that, you know, Disney would bring more of that to the table yeah, uh, yeah. for, for consumption for its fans, because you get, I love learning behind the scenes stuff like this, right. And uh, giving you just that you know, peek behind the curtain, if you will, mm. and we've been watching that uh, the the behind the attraction series, as you know. Oh, as we I talked wish about. they would make more of those. They yeah. so we just we we did uh, we watched a few more. Space Mountain was really fun, uh, but we the hollow the, the Tower of Terror episode was really cool, and oh, yeah. it kind of went in relating to to your subject, Ryan. It kind of went into like their strategy and how they had to take an approach. Uh, for the retheming of the Tower of Terror in California, mm-hmm. over at California Adventure, and how really they were they needed to have a they they basically had almost committed quote unquote to deliver a new attraction by a certain date oh, wow. by Labor Day uh, or sorry by Memorial Day. Uh, and I think it's 2017, it's 2019, something like that. Yeah. Uh, 2017, sorry. Um, by Memorial day, 2017. And so they called in the big guns, Mr. Joe Rody himself. Oh yeah. The legend comes over and says, Hey, I think we can, he had just wrapped up and, uh, you know, well, kind yeah. So he, he was actually the figure for the Tower of Terror out in uh, in uh, Tokyo. So if you're not if you're not familiar with that, have you ever seen uh, they, right. that has a different that. spin? They kind of made up this whole storyline of this collector, and this collector has a facade. His face is kind of like you know almost like gargoyle style across mm-hmm. the building, and it's Joe Rody. He is the model for this guy for this character. And so all the all the video work and all that he Joe Rody was the actor for it, uh, which uh, is crazy. So then they were like, legend. "Oh, Joe, you want to come work on another uh, on another Tower of Terror project? We need to do something with Tower of Terror. What can we make it?" And he's the one that basically deconstructed it and said, "Hey, I just need to ch- give it a facelift, and I can change this whole thing into into Guardians theming." And the interesting thing about this was, Justin, you just mentioned it. The same time he is working on Pandora. Pandora is actually opening Pandora uh and the Guardians Tower They were ride, very close if I remember right. They were they were open on the same day. And he actually Was attended it the same, day? same day and he actually attended both opening ceremonies. Yeah, I do remember see, seeing that in that documentary. <laughs> Think about that for a second. It is amazing. Like, that's, that's an epic Disney day. That's right a there. boss that's move. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> And then, uh, but here's the here's the kicker: when they were designing this, that 
Guardians Two hadn't even been hadn't even come out yet. Right, they were so, in, uh, writing. I think yeah. So, so they didn't have they had to basically make up this storyline and like the things that went along in. with the ride. They had to figure out without knowing. And so they're like literally going through like um, the storyboards and stuff like that and concepts. They didn't know what it was actually going to look like the final product. So it's pretty crazy. Like they, they've been working off, they, they made that attraction based off of just little details that weren't even in a film published film yet. So in a roundabout kind of way, we can say that an attraction possibly led the direction of future Canon for the MCU regarding guardians could have potential could have there's also very there's also very strong there's also another uh instance of that justin uh with another attraction and it's not just an attraction but also a land in galaxy's edge because they had this whole thing when they're and this is also something you get to learn about um on this behind the attraction series on disney plus uh, but they they had the initial idea for Galaxy's Edge was this, you know, the old canon, the the original episodes of Star Wars, and uh, Bob Iger was the one that was that pushed them towards the newer stuff. They're like, no, we've got all this this new right. canon out here. You need to lean into that. And so they had to build that space around it. They didn't have any movies. N- none of that was done yet. Uh, so they had to build all Galaxy's Edge in the same fashion that. They had no clue what it was going to be. And now you're seeing some additional cannon possibly being built around Batu, right? And so who knows that it could be built into the storylines going forward. They need to 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 tighten up the the loose ends regarding Batu, in my opinion. Uh for the, the, yeah. star, the self-proclaimed self-proclaimed Star Wars nerd of this group. Uh there's there's still a lot of loose ends for Batu and where it fits. So. Well, and it's never been featured in in film, right? Or anything right. Like so that. they're writing so, the information yeah, to yeah, it to make it fit. Yeah, only in the novels has it been. But it's it's weird because they they have some of the older characters. You know, of course, Darth Vader. Uh, they've had the Mandalorian roaming around. Uh, they now have uh 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 Hera Syndulla. She is now uh, walking yeah. around Batu. Yeah. So uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. So sh- this has been around for a while within canon. So there's a like I'm saying, there's a lot of loose ends that they're having to tie up regarding Batu, and they're it seems like they're going in the direction of like novels and books rather than yeah. screenplay. Yeah. So we'll see. Which is unfortunate, but we'll see. Well, they like. Bring us all back, but yeah, if they um, if if they continue to do what they're doing, then I think we'll see plenty uh, of other examples work in their yeah. in their favor. Um, but yeah, Ryan, I I absolutely have to go watch that 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 yeah. uh, Guardians special because it's great. Um, yeah, it's it was uh, more more informative than I thought it would be. Uh, but there was it. It got it gave all of the actors and actresses uh, a great platform to show their appreciation for their fellow, you know, a- actors and the producers and screenwrites and the stunt coordinators. Everything it showed mm-hmm. um, how they how they chore- choreographed and layered all of their their movements and stuff into these fight scenes. So uh, it was it was pretty awesome. And uh, one more little tidbit that I. Um, never really ever put it together, and I feel so dumb for never noticing it. But <laughs> the guy that plays Craglin, which is the you know the Ravager that took over Yondu's arrow and his headpiece, his right. fin, um, mm-hmm. that is actually producer or director James Gunn's brother, Sean. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Sean yeah. Gunn. So yeah. And now that you yeah. now that I've seen that, it's like well, they look exactly alike, except Correct. James Gunn has more gray hair. But yeah, like that made it so cool, and you know, like it showed them uh, wrapping up uh, the last day of actual uh, directing and and capturing uh, film and action. And uh, James Gunn 
stood up and kind of gave like a little speech and said that throughout this whole journey that the best part was him being able to work alongside his brother and it kind of choked him up and everything. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, man. But really, really cool moment for them to capture that to to top yeah. off the that documentary. So I highly suggest uh, taking an hour out of your day to watch that. Yeah, yep. it definitely will be. Definitely will be. Well, who's ready to get food tracked, boys? Well, I... In a, in a way, food tracked, I guess, because this will yeah. have some food involved. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, so this is this is an idea that we've had for a little while and, and something that we've been faced with, right? Going to Disney and you, people, you, you know, at different times, different occasions call for different you know, different budgets. Oh, yeah. And we've all been there. Right. We, we we've all kind of gone to the parks and and said, you know what? I, this is I'm this is my budget for today. And which I think is smart, right? But like you know, I'm not I'm I'm not going to spend more than X dollars. And so you know, we decided let's let's challenge ourselves. Let's go to the parks and let's put a fifty dollar bill in our pocket, uh, and and see how how far can we get, right? What is what is fifty dollars uh, for someone at Disney at Walt Disney World get you? Right. What does it do for you? So that's what we've done. Uh, we've we are going to start this series. We'll be covering. We'll actually end up covering all the parks. Uh, so if you uh, if you like this sort of thing, if you are budget conscious or just kind of uh, find this uh, interesting, we will be uh, having other episodes uh, in this series for covering all the parks. So and which every park is absolutely different uh, mm-hmm. by all means. Uh, so uh, to to lead everything off. For today, we are starting where all of Walt Disney World started, Magic Kingdom Park. So, uh, with that said, guys, uh, let's uh, let's talk about let's let's see how you're going to start your day at the Magic Kingdom with uh, starting out with fifty dollars. All right. Well, I will kick this one off since I feel like I want to go first for a change. <laughs> um, <laughs> we actually not too long ago. Uh, discuss some great breakfast spots. So I'm actually going to flip back to that episode and take my own advice. And I think it was also <laughs> Jordan's advice on another one. I'm going to go to Cheshire Cafe and yes. for breakfast. I'm getting a cattail and a Joffrey's cold brew. Uh, cattail coming in at $5.79 and the cold brew coming in at four twenty nine. So after taxes, you're looking at right at a $10 bill. And that still leaves me 40 bucks for the day so yeah this nice and simple nice light breakfast uh today's all about being frugal and economic so i'll be a fat boy for another meal <laughs> I like so it. for so for my breakfast uh i took the same kind of uh self-advice uh i went to starbucks and i'm getting my uh <laughs> bacon gouda and egg sandwich for 579 wait Wait, hold up! Call, call, call everybody! Sound the alarms! Sound the alarms! Justin's yeah, going we're, to Starbucks. We're news breaking. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it is it Gouda or Gouda? <laughs> Catch me at the right time of day, and I'll answer that one. <laughs> Give, can we give people the background on that? Why not? I think it's a great story. Go ahead, Ryan, please. Oh God! Um, if I remember correctly, this was on a cruise when I think we were probably thirteen. Yeah, well, you guys were like fourteen we were or fifteen. Fourteen or fifteen? Yes, yeah, our yeah, first. We, cruise, we were young bucks. Our first cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was probably if these guys were fifteen, I was probably I guess thirteen at the time. Um, we went on a week long cruise that went to Mexico, and that alone could be a whole other episode that we could talk about the <laughs> yes. things we've seen in Mexico. So we'll hold that for another day. Um, but Justin was ordering, um, some, like, uh, they're bringing around cheese, like a cheese platter and stuff with crackers and fine breads and all that. And, uh, of course, you know, we weren't really exposed to the finer things in life to that degree other than, um, you know, some Chef Boyardee ravioli, but, uh, Justin wanted some of the Gouda cheese, but he pronounced it Gouda. So I guess at some point we missed the memo that they upgraded Gouda to Gouda. Uh, but Justin knew about it and we didn't. <laughs> but it's it's been this ongoing joke now for 20 plus years. and Yeah. Uh, Quite literally. <laughs> it's so good, though. I love it. Oh, yeah. We can't. He can't. Justin has. It's just. 
it's almost inevitable at this point. I have a Justin plethora just, of stories. Of he has shit this, like he, this. He just has these moments where <laughs> the star shines bright on Justin, and we <laughs> we get to laugh because of it. Um, You're welcome. So yes, thank you, thank you, Justin, <laughs> and thanks, uh, Ryan. So uh, with that to the side now. Uh, let's move past i'm i'm washing i'm washing that down with a cup of ice water and there's an asterisk to this because all day i am saving additional money by taking advantage of the ice water options yes for all of my same meetings. thing same that's great thing. that's a great strategy great strategy and just so everyone's aware you can at most of the service uh, areas brick and mortars yes brick and mortars counters uh, you can get ice waters or cups cups of water uh, instead of buying bottled water uh, so uh, you can you can absolutely do that to save easily save a lot of money uh, we do that all that time, they serve Dasani and Dasani's trash so make the yeah. easy choice yep yep yeah yep. so it's just another uh, another saving opportunity for you there and especially if you have a large party that's going to put down some water Yes, sir. You can save a lot of money just in, in one trip. Yeah. So All right. On to Jordan. Yeah. So um, I did also get a breakfast, uh, but before this is where I'm changing it up on you guys. Before I even step foot in the park, I'm spending some money for this day. Take the average figure here. I spent in $25 to get Genie Plus. Okay. Okay. All right, because that's a bold strategy. Because my aim, my aim for this day is to get on as many rides as I can, right? And so, I, in order to do so at Magic Kingdom, which features the most rides out of any park, I think that Genie Plus is the best way to accomplish that. You're not wrong. So. Uh, for for twenty five dollars out of my pocket immediately, I'm gonna grab Genie Plus so I can ride all the rides that I want to, while continuing to experience a good day at the park nonetheless. So after I have spent my twenty five dollars on Genie Plus, which I absolutely think that it's worth it to use Genie Plus in Magic Kingdom. Uh, you could arg also argue Hollywood Studios. Uh, because of the number of rides there, uh, but uh, for the other for Epcot or for Animal Kingdom, I don't really recommend it. I've used it in both uh, just to test it out and see if it sh would be worth it. Uh, but I think in Magic Kingdom, if you want to accomplish a lot of rides, it's definitely worth it if that's if that's your goal. If that's your goal to get on rides, so that's my goal here. So twenty five dollars down. Uh, and so I've got 25 left and I'm going to start with breakfast um, and I'm going to go to Gaston's Tavern and get a cinnamon roll for six seventy nine. dollars So, go. yep. So I've got uh, about $18, uh, just a little over $18 left in my pocket uh, after, uh, after breakfast. And I'm, 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 I'm riding some rides, baby. That's a big cinnamon roll. That thing's going to hold you over for a while. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. So for my, second installment of the day and hear me out on this the, the the first you know majority of my day is going to be food and uh everything <laughs> that i you know save from my food choices off my budget will go towards a reward at the end of the day so I, i'm working towards that reward of um you know being frugal throughout the day and making my goal so i can get me something nice um, yeah but yeah, this is going to be my lunch stop. I hate to break this down into like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of thing, but food is the most important thing to me. So um, <laughs> I'm going to go to one of my favorite places and um, a place where we've met our good buddy Ryan and had a nice chat uh, at Columbia Harbor House over in Liberty Square. And I'm going to enjoy a trio platter, which has uh, chicken strips and shrimp and some fish fillets and hush puppies and fries. And that weighs in at a whopping fourteen twenty nine, and I will enjoy myself a complimentary glass of water. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna have some some fried fish with some some hot sauce on it, maybe a little ketchup for my fries and some hush puppies. And then I'm gonna go, go get on Haunted Mansion with the bubble guts. 
I mean, if you're looking for a good filling lunch, that that yeah. meal right there goes a long ways. Yes, That's it can be sure. split between two adults. I have done it and yeah. proven it. What about you, Justin? All right, so uh, spoiler alert, all of mine are food options. <laughs> uh, however, uh, now that we're bringing something up, I want to throw in something at the end as an asterisk, as an option uh, to get yourself a little souvenir uh incorporated in this but for right now as of all food listing um i'm gonna have a midday snack at a aloha isle and you know what's here boys mm-hmm. a pineapple dole whip cup for 5.99 i'll never argue that <laughs> and i chose the cup for two reasons one it's less messy and number two it's a dollar less than the regular float you gotta watch those spin so yeah. keeping that in mind you save a dollar right there yeah. And an assload of mess. <laughs> yeah. The instant uh drip down your arm and everything uh, is yes. Yeah. 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 Food getting on my hands like melted ice cream and stuff, that already gives me anxiety. Whenever I see little kids going through that, yep. I oh, mm-hmm. man, it mm-hmm. it bothers me. Yeah. All right. I so uh Justin, what are you at right now? How much money do you have left? Uh so I have spent five seventy nine and five ninety nine, so I am approaching the twelve dollar mark that you've spent. Okay, all right. Uh, so Ryan, very similar strategy uh, here, but I'm and I'm also going to go to Columbia Harbor House uh, because I wanted to try to spread and get as much for my dollar as as I could, uh, and but also still eat pretty good and have had a have a decently you know wholesome meal at the theme park uh, again i'm trudging along i'm going through all the park i'm trying to get on every ride i can i'm gonna need some good fuel in my body yeah, yeah. so this is when i implore one of my favorite strategies from for saving a little bit of money and really just a little bit of room in you in your in your stomach uh i go with the kids meal so columbia mm-hmm. harbor house they have a kids grilled salmon it yeah. comes with two sides and you get a bottle of water for with it for eight fifty nine, great strategy. So I mean, I'm saving compared to the adult plates that are fourteen, fifteen, sixteen dollars. I mean, almost double, you know, forty to fifty percent more. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing this for eight fifty nine. I've got two sides. I've got some salmon. Stick to you. Correct, correct, correct. So there you go. Awesome, not bad. And with that, uh, I am left with nine dollars. And sixty-two cents. Ooh, Ooh, he do with it. All right. So uh, before my last installment at this juncture, I am at around the twenty-four dollar mark. So I'm about halfway through my budget, uh, being that <laughs> I spent ten dollars on my breakfast and fourteen dollars on my lunch. So uh, yeah, you know, after taxes and such, I'm I'm probably right there around twenty-five or just shy of it. Uh, mm. But for my final food item of the day. I'm going to go to Casey's Corner and enjoy a classic. I'm going to get not the foot long, but just a regular chili cheese all beef hot dog. And of course, mm, that comes with yeah. fries, and I'll enjoy a glass of water. Um, that comes in at eleven seventy nine. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I've already had a big enough lunch. A uh, foot long was not necessary, so that saved me <laughs> a little over three dollars. Yeah. So that's a great way to shave off the budget there. And at this point, I am left with thirteen dollars and eighty four cents. So, uh, my lunch option, uh, Ryan. I'm just going to follow your shadow. You follow the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, lunch at Casey's Corner. All beef hot dog meal at ten twenty nine. Uh, and I also want to asterisk this because you could also get the same meal at Friar's Nook at the same price, but they have tots instead of fries. Ooh. Oh, good note. Good note. So I like that. You get the same meal. I like the tots without like having to go to the front I of the like park. Yeah. So, depending on where you're get at, get the tots. Get the tots at Friar's Nook, and then a couple cups of chili at Casey's. Mm. Hmm. They've actually had chili cheese tots at Friar's Nook in the past. They'll yeah, do they usually tot. do like seasonal variations of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about dinner for you, Justin? Where are you? Where are you going for dinner? Uh, so, uh, again, lunch was ten twenty nine. so I'm approaching the $23 mark, roughly. 
so dinner is going to be at Cosmic Rays. Uh, classic Wait, grilled chicken whoa, sandwich whoa, meal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sound the alarm. <laughs> Sound the alarm. Hey, he yep. didn't get a bacon cheeseburger. He said chicken sandwich, so I'm actually taking <laughs> yep. back grilled, right now. Grilled hey. chicken sandwich meal <laughs> for twelve seventy nine. Grilled chicken. My boy's eating clean. Yes, sir. <laughs> For now, wait until you hear the, the <laughs> snack option after this. The crescendo. <laughs> yes, exactly. My blood sugar is crescendo. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That grilled chicken, how how much is uh, that setting you back? Uh, twelve seventy nine. So All we're right. approaching, what, 34? Someone get this man a calculator. 34 35 bucks right there. Okay. You got $15, $14 left. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That's not bad. What about okay. you, Jordan? All right. So for dinner, um, I I am again, I'm just going around the park, getting all these, uh, getting all these rides in. And I have found myself uh back over in uh back over in Frontierland, and I'm going to Pegos Bill. Uh, because mm-hmm. again, this is where I feel like I can get a lot more bang for my buck and i'm again going to get a kid's meal and i'm going to get a pork carnitas rice bowl uh and again two side options and a and a water to go with it a bottle of water to go with it uh the other option is milk i'm not most likely not going to go with no way in hell (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i am going to go with the bottled water even though it's dasani i'm still going to go ahead and go with that uh but at 849 it again. I'm literally going to eat dinner with nine dollars and sixty two cents in my pocket, and for eight forty nine, uh, I feel really good about Guess this meal. So literally, dollar thirteen left, and bill. I have man. But I'm a visionary. Uh, Hold the applause. Yes, yes. So uh, after after breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and riding a bunch of rides, I've got a dollar thirteen left in my pocket. Hey. Find a couple of quarters, and you could uh, you can get a pass holder popcorn refill. Just wait, buddy. <laughs> I I still have room for a souvenir. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, that's where I'm going to kick mine off now because I have thirteen dollars and eighty four cents left. Of course, I didn't ride shit for rides because I was eating all day like a fatty. <laughs> <But> <laughs> with my surplus budget, I'm actually going to probably. Join Jordan over in Frontierland, and I'm going to the Frontier Trading Post, which is the god tier spot for Disney pins. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find me a nice $15 pin and utilize my AP discount and get my (laughs) pin, you know. Just, 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 yeah, right there at my budget. I might have a couple pennies left. Not bad. Mm. Yeah, and that place, if you are a pin collector, uh, or even like some just a, the one off merchandise that just doesn't yeah, that show up everywhere. Pops, magic bands, yeah, all kinds it of has stuff. some good it has some good stuff. It really does. So yeah. Nice job. Well done, Ron. So my fireworks snack that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> we're going to none other than Sleepy Hollow. And I'm getting the funnel cake with strawberries and powdered sugar. Boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're going all in on this at eight twenty nine. It makes sense now. The grilled chicken makes sense. Yes, yes. <laughs> so my grand total with all food is forty three dollars and fifteen cents. Not bad. Now, since we're talking about adding souvenirs, I already had almost seven dollars left. So if I wanted to, I could knock out the two snack options. So the Dole Whip from earlier and the funnel cake. That'll free up an additional 13 bucks right there. So I could go and get a pen. I can go and get a souvenir popcorn bucket, potentially a t shirt. Yeah. 20 bucks. So 20 bucks. Definitely have some options there. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely have options if you wanted to work in a souvenir option. Just consider taking out the snack options. And there you go. Yeah. 50 bucks. So $50 in your pocket. And who would have believed me if I said I could drop half of that budget on Genie Plus and still go through Magic Kingdom, ride almost every ride I wanted to ride, eat breakfast, eat lunch, 
eat dinner, and then walk away with a souvenir. I, I wouldn't believe crazy you. at first. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do it because I'm going to take that dollar that I have left over. I have a dollar 13, actually. You're getting a press penny, aren't I'm you? I'm getting a press penny, baby. Yes. My man. I press yes, penny. Yes, sir, an old get, classic. It don't get much better than the press pennies. All right? I've got a ton of them. Uh, who knows how old Love they it. are? And I keep, I keep getting them. They are one of the classic souvenirs from a theme park. And yep. you, little little souvenir you can just stow in your pocket. And when you get See, back home, just, yeah. Not only that, but it's so nice and heartwarming to see that those are still sought after all these years. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so heartwarming to see kids lining up to get a press penny done. You don't yeah. see that at a, a whole lot of places, but you will see it at Disney. I like to believe that I'm uh, keeping them around <laughs> personally. <laughs> it's it's like you said it's a classic man it's, it's good stuff conditions alive yes 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 i used to but, look forward to getting mine every trip so that yeah. was that's a good one one big takeaway from from this uh this episode is especially with jordan's perspective on it that if you're willing to sacrifice portion size especially if you're having a, a fairly busy day in the parks you're not going to want a big heavy stomach anyways uh, some of these kids' meals, these options, do actually still have a good bit of food. And especially mm-hmm. if things like salmon and rice and a vegetable and stuff, it doesn't take much of that to stay on your stomach anyways and make you feel full, especially if you just keep drinking water. So that is yeah, a right. great way to utilize sacrificing some on the food end to get Genie Plus as an experience. That is incredible. Experiences, yeah. yeah it, know, that has been tried and, and proven. Yeah. Plenty of times by you, you know, this yeah. is not your first rodeo considering these options. So right. being being that that's the case, you already know the experience behind it. So, yeah. well, like no brainer. For yeah. You. Like I said, at the opening of this, right, is, you know, people go people of all budget types go to Walt Disney World and, yep. you know, people that it, it's it's one of those places that you can walk into the same gates and you stand next to someone who's got a VIP tour that just paid you know, 2000 plus dollars for this Thousands, VIP yeah. tour and go ride the same rides. That's someone who has been saving for the last 10 years to bring their family to yeah. Disney for the, for the first time. And they don't even know when, when or if they'll get to return. But the, those, those two people, those same parties can walk into those same gates and have nearly the same experience, right? They can go on mm-hmm. the same rides. They can eat the same food and, that's what makes it a magical place. And sometimes you don't know who those people are. And so I want to make sure that we highlight things that people that can allow people to go and experience these parks to the fullest and enjoy the time with their families. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it any better, Jordan. Great example. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, as we've said this before, is that the, the, the Disney culture is people of different walks of life and different beliefs and just different Mm -hmm. morals all all in the same place for a similar cause and you know everybody's got their own reasons for being there uh but they're they're there for a common a common goal and a a common thing especially when you're talking about a fireworks show or a parade or something happening and you just end up you know striking up conversation that with people that are complete strangers waiting on a fireworks show (laughs) and then next thing you know you're friends with them on facebook and keeping in touch like uh you know the family that we met in texas quite literally uh or not in texas from texas we met them in orlando but (laughs) um, (laughs) but yeah it's you know we we've alluded to this before but it's it's great yeah it really is so there you have it there's our 50 dollars for a day at magic kingdom and we'll continue this short series with our with the with the other parks as well. So if you like this episode, if again, if you like to get ideas for how to smartly use your money or the different options you have when it comes to how you can spend the money at these parks and have and still have a really good time, really good day, uh, then stay tuned and uh, look for those episodes coming soon. Yeah, these episodes are meant to be practical use, and like, there's nothing fake about this. Go go try it out. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to do it myself just to just to give her a go and you know the, you can't fake the prices you know we we had everything down mm-hmm. to the last penny so yeah. go Literally. try it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the last penny got pressed. <laughs> yeah, correct. Correct. Facts. Correct. All right, guys. Well, before we go, we'd like to uh, mention our great partners that we have uh, that we work with and allow us to do what we do, uh, including our friends at DVC Rental Store. You can find a link to them in our episode description. If you are, again, if you want to save money, which I don't know who doesn't want to save money, uh, but if you want to save money, then go check them out. Uh, they can save you money on your next stay at Disney World, Disneyland, uh, Olani, Hilton Head, Vero Beach, any DVC property. Uh, you can stay on site and save up to 70% off the Disney rack rates. Uh, so if you want to save money and you want to stay on property at Disney, uh, then go check them out. They are wonderful people, easy to work with. Uh, they've saved us thousands of dollars over the years and we will continue using them because we love their service so much. So go check them out in the episode description, DVC rental store. Absolutely. And also uh, another great friend of ours. Uh, we got a coffee friend in Expedition Roasters. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're a, a great... A coffee producer that makes coffee based on theme parks and pop culture inspiration and uh man i tell you what uh, I, I can't wait to run out of coffee just so i can order more if that makes any sense <laughs> yes, um, yes. I, number one i love choosing the flavors they have because at this point i think i've tried about 11 flavors um but they're always rolling out new ones and then i also get to see all the money that i save as i put several bags into my cart because um Man, they can definitely save you some money. And um, one of the roasts they have out right now, because they do seasonal release, and we've talked about the Pumpkin King and some of the other you know, monster-inspired flavors, but they have a Maleficent-inspired flavor that is simply sinful. And it is a chocolate raspberry roast, and it is a limited release for the spooky season. So you might want to stop by ExpeditionRoasters.com and get yourself a bag. And while you're at it, join their Beans Rewards program so you can earn points while making purchases. And that can earn you some free coffee, free swag, whatever comes with it. And um, whatever you do, be sure that you load your card up and use our code off the monorails. And that will save you 10% at checkout on every order you place with that code. And as well, if you get your order over $65 or more within the U.S., you get free shipping. So you've got three different ways to save yourself some money here so you might as well do so and get you some good coffee in the meantime and that's at our friends expeditionroasters.com you can find their link in our episode description below yeah just go give them a, go give them a look because they're awesome and last but certainly not least don't forget to check out the fine folks over at 1901 candle co where they have some great scented candles disney themed and popular culture themed where you have disney's uh, ride scents uh, Harry Potter, uh, Butterbeer, all that kind of stuff. It's they, they have some great candles. They smell great. They last a long time. We've been uh, consumers of their products for a while before even becoming affiliated with them. So we definitely stand behind their product. They are fantastic for great gifts. Uh, don't forget to use our code at checkout, off the rails 15 to save 15% on your order at time of checkout. So don't forget to check out 1901candlecode.com. And again, use our coupon code off the rails 15 to save 15% off your order. And we'd like to tell you about another affiliate, a new affiliate for us called Huckle Wolf. They make skincare uh, products uh, for you. And much like, uh, much like Expedition Roasters, they combine art and story to add a little character to your skincare routine and bring some of that theme park nostalgia home with you uh all their products are cruelty free fair trade vegan paraben gmo and sulfate free uh they've got soap bars lip balms body sugar scrubs you name it uh they've got it for you and let me tell you the good people over at huckle wolf uh, sent us uh some of these products and my goodness they are great uh, the soap bars are fantastic. Uh, they sent one, uh, Black Sales is called. It's a charcoal, a charcoal activated soap, and it's uh, it's really good. Uh, but they've got all kinds of different uh, different soaps, all kinds of different scents. Again, lip balms, uh, sugar scrubs. Uh, so if you're into that, go check them out, uh, and you can save ten percent on all of your orders using the code off the monorails. There's a link in the episode description. So definitely go check them out and give them some love uh, because they are making some really good products and we are so happy to have them 
uh, on board. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, people that are making a product like this and doing it the old-fashioned way. I mean, they, they hand-pour these uh, these soaps into wooden box molds, and they're cold-pressed. Uh, to have that much care and that much trade skill involved in, in making a product. Authentic. Um, yeah, you know that there is some some passion behind the, the production of this product. So, uh, yeah, again, so thrilled to have them on board with us, and I can't wait to see all the great uh, other scents that they have that I can order. And lastly, don't forget to give us a rating if your podcast platform allows you to. So on Apple Podcasts, they have the stars. Feel free to give us a five-star rating if we deserve that. Uh, Spotify as well. And if it allows you to leave just a brief sentence or two just to let people know about us, what you think of us, let us know what we could do better. We're open to all those comments. So, And above all, it helps us reach a broader audience and gives them a little bit of an insight on the show. So please help us out. Do your boys a solid. Leave your five-star ratings and a comment below, and we would greatly appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, boys, uh, this was a good one. I love uh, I love being on a budget sometimes. It feels good to go in and, you know, just be on vacation. After all, we made a shirt that says it's just money for a reason, right? It feels good to just walk in and say, you know what? I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. But sometimes you got to you gotta, you gotta take that back, right? It's, it's yeah, good you got to reel her in sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, you know, budgets are, budgets are good. Budgets are good. So I'm, I'm happy with this series of episodes. Uh, I can't wait to get into some of the other parks cause they each have their own little nuances and, uh, and, and options there. So can't wait to do more. And again, uh, it's, it feels good to just to be able to talk to Disney and Hey, we may, we might even find ourselves in the parks here in the next, uh, next week or two. Oh, wink, wink. yeah. Never so, know. Just stay tuned. Can't wait. All right. With that being said, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Thank you.